0: Hey, this is John Mayer, and I gotta say, congrats on 200. You're listening to Behind the Baller with my man, Ben Baller.
1: Behind the baller, my life is more than money and journey, my story's so crazy dog, I said make a movie, behind the baller, I went from playing sports to exotic whips, ain't got a tell me dog, I know I'm the scene, behind the baller, my life is more than money and journey, my story's so crazy dog, I said make a movie, behind the baller, I went from music exec to this podcast, now I finally feel at home and laugh, behind the baller. Episode 200, motherfuckers. <laughs> Yeah, man, look, there's shows out there that got big money behind them, but this podcast is backed by the BTB army and love, period. Guys, I'm so thankful to have crossed this milestone. No fake followers, no fake likes, no fake reviews, no fake downloads. This shit is pure and organic like blue cheese. Okay, no cap. I am so grateful for this. The podcast, everything else. I'm so grateful for the Dust Brothers. Guys, here's to another 200 episodes. Let's fucking go.
0: Ay, 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 what's happening? It's YG. I wanna send a special shout out to the big bro, Ben Baller, on his 200 episode for his podcast. Keep killing them, bro. Love 400. Yo, y'all here. I'm gonna give a big shout out to my big bro, Ben Baller, on his 200 episode. That's big, that's major. Nah, brother. Hey guys, it's your
1: girl Kendra Lutz, and I just wanted to wish my friend Ben Baller a huge congratulations on his 200th episode of his podcast.
0: Woo-hoo. Hey, what's up everyone? Uh, it's your boy J. Bobbin, and, uh, and I just want to congratulate my brother, you know, my man, my, my family, Ben Baller, you know, for his 200th episode, you know. That's really impressive. Much love, my dude. Yo, 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 man, it's Jamal Adams, man, tapping in, man. And I just want to say, man, congratulations to Ben Baller, my guy, on his 200 podcast episode, man. Keep killing it. Keep inspiring. Much love, man. You already know what time it is. Yo, Ben Baller, congrats on 200 podcasts. That's insane. One of the biggest podcasts in the business section. This is Diplo. You know you always got to represent for Ben Baller. Biggest hustler I know.
1: Ben, Mr. Baller, Mr. Ben Baller. It's Mr. Jacobs, Mr. Mark Jacobs, congratulating you on your 200th episode.
0: Bravo. It was good. This is a huge shout out to my homie, my nephew, Ben Baller, for 200 episodes of his podcast, man. That's a big deal, man. You know what I'm saying? I want y'all to know Ben Baller is a real live winner. You know what I'm saying? He takes his L's like a champ, but this man's been winning since the beginning. All right? So stop playing, man. He knows I got his back no matter what we West Coast, LA, South Central motherfuckers.
1: Hi, this is Cause. Hey Ben, congratulations on your 200 episode. Can't wait to hear it.
0: Hey guys, it's Kim Kardashian West and I just want to say congratulations to my friend Ben Baller on 200 episodes of his podcast.
1: You are now listening to the world-famous award-winning Behind the Baller podcast recorded in 8K high Doge finishing sound. Yes, indeed, this is a Dust Brothers production, which means we as a collective are giving you nothing but museum-quality podcasting. While fools are out there reading scripts and relying on celebrity guests, my show is all about real content and character And free game driven. Never amateur hour over here, y'all. This is straight up professional podcasting. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, a.k.a. the Korean John Cusack, a.k.a. the Korean Liam Neeson, a.k.a. the Washed Lord, a.k.a. the Asian Harry Bosch, a.k.a. Ben Baller did the chain Ben Baller did the strain. Yes, that's me, you fucks. All right, y'all, it is a beautiful Thursday in the city of angels. Guys, when I tell you that this interview is my best yet, like Cameron said, I really mean it, okay? We got a great show for y'all. It's always tough interviewing a real friend, okay? But I saved the best for 200, Right. This Cudi interview is dope as fuck, and he keeps it a buck and a quarter from the beginning to the end. You could just tell, right? And motherfucking, we was in there smoking. That's why my voice is all fucked up, you know what I mean? And look, I don't mean to like, like I know Khaled says this shit, right? But like, we win on this podcast, you know? 200 episodes. Like my man Ice-T just said, I know how to win. And those who know how to win will win. It goes beyond just following directions or practicing, right? There's a natural instinct, and I was born with it. All right. Again, I never telephoned one episode, not one single episode. And I don't plan on ever faking the funk with y'all. So we just gonna fucking jump right into this fucking interview with my bro, Mr. Rager, AKA Kid Fucking Cuddy. If you could see and taste this steak from moinkbox.com, you would order it right now. You've got to get moinkbox.com because they source from only small family farms. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and wild-caught Alaskan salmon directly to your door helping family farms become financially independent outside of big agriculture. Their animals are raised outdoors, their fish swim wild in the ocean, and Moink meat is free of antibiotics, free of hormones, sugar, and all the other junk you find pre-packaged in the meat aisle. Sign up at moinkbox.com baller to get a year of bacon for free and then pick what meat you want delivered with your first box. Yes, free bacon for a year. Change what you get each month and cancel any time. Moink Box is perfect for our family RV trips, backyard barbecues, and block party blowouts. Moink was founded by an eighth generation farmer who was featured on Shark Tank. Host Kevin O'Leary said it's the best bacon he's ever tasted, and I agree. And Jamie Siminoff, creator of the Ring Video Doorbell, invested in Moink. They guarantee you'll say, oink, oink, I'm just so happy I got Moinked. Did I mention free bacon for a year just for signing up? Join the Moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com baller right now. And listeners to this show get free bacon for a year. That's one year of the best bacon you'll ever taste, but for a limited time. It's spelled M-O-I-N-K box.com slash baller. That's moinkbox.com slash baller. Yo, what up, BTB Army? Episode 200, as promised, man, my boy, Kid Cuddy is in the house. Kid, what's good, bro? Yeah, what's up, baby? <laughs> I had to save you for the milestone, bro. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know what I'm saying? So let's jump right into this, bitch, man. Let's get right into it. So I want to start at the beginning, bro, just off top. Tell me about Day and Night, bro. Oh, man. Um,
0: well, Day and Night was a song that I... Came up with, like, freestyling one day at work. I had this crazy melody in my head. And I was working with uh, Dr. Genius at the time. You know, we had just kind of started working together. And um, I thought that, like, he would be really good at helping me create the song. So I remember I had, like, the lyrics and the melody already kind of figured out in my head. So I came to him with the idea and I just gave him every every piece that I had and um, we worked on the beat one night, all night, you know, sat there trying to figure out the sounds and, you know, that shit came together. Dot, you know, he is just such an amazing producer and that was in the early days, you know, when we were just starting out and he still had the fucking powers, you know? <laughs> he was just like, it was crazy because, like, you know, it's one thing when something, when you have it in your head and then it's another thing when you spit it to somebody else and they interpret it and it comes out, if not better than how you imagined it. Yeah, It was kind of one of those things that, that came about organically, just kind of, you know, sitting at my security job, being bored one night and... <laughs> just uh writing in my
1: sidekick and recording memos Sidekick, yeah so the song now is uh 13 years old yeah yeah damn man still relevant too it's crazy so what is your secret for longevity bro that song is 13 years old and it still hits the same
0: yeah i don't really know what the <laughs> secret is um I like to say I'm chosen. I just have a a job to do here. And what we do, we set out to make timeless shit, you know? And we talk about day and night and yeah, it's been thirteen years and that song is still out here to this day, you know, people are still discovering it. And same goes for pursuit of happiness. You know? Right. And it's a crazy thing, you know, to just see it kind of take on a life of its own after all these years. But it's also like, that's what I set out to do. Like, I wanted to be around even after I'm gone, you know?
1: Yeah, 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 for sure.
0: And it will be. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be, I'm going to be. 80 years old one day (laughs) in Pursuit of Happiness is going to be playing while I'm at the Red Lobsters.
1: (laughs) But I was just in Cabo and they're playing tequila shots, bro. So that's what I mean, longevity, bro. Like, you know, you still have a banger come out 13 years later. Not many people can say that. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, like...
0: It's like, um, you know, it's powers. Uh, (laughs) It's really... uh, You know, I'm I'm blessed to... uh, be able to stay inspired and shit. Because some people, they just lose it after a while. you know? Um, Some people, um, they lose their spark. They lose the excitement that they have for music, the joy that that it brings them, um, disappears. And thankfully that hasn't happened to me yet. You know, I, I write my life and You know, I'm always feeling something. I'm always going through something and there's always something to say. So, you know, I feel like until, I don't know, I don't particularly see myself doing this well into my 40s. (laughs) I don't want to um, be like 47, you know, on stage performing a world tour still. I kind of want to be like, Kicking it with my daughter and helping her out with her stuff and whatever she wants to do. And like, if I have more kids being there for them and, you know, watching them grow up and, and then when I have time, do some movies,
1: you know? Yeah. That's what's up, bro. So what's your opinion on the current state of hip hop as it stands right now? Mm. Hmm. <laughs> okay.
0: I think uh the current state of hip hop is in a good place. I think there's some really interesting stuff coming out. It's a beautiful thing to see kind of like the evolution of rap in the last 10 years. You know, I can't help but feel like I had something to do with that, you know. Yeah. And it's a beautiful thing, man, cuz Like everything's melodic, everything's fun, everything's upbeat, and everything's interesting. You know, you of course you have some rappers that ain't saying much or nothing, and they got the same flows as a bunch of other motherfuckers, and it's it's whatever. Right. But there's some artists that are really dope and interesting and push it, and and a lot of the guys that you know I fuck with, they're the guys that are like in the forefront of the sound of today. Right. Whether it's Monica Quavo and Amigos and or Travis or Jaden, Young Thug, Strict, um, you know, and these are guys that are all ASAP Rocky, you know, these are guys that are all pushing the boundary and trying new things. And and I'm really excited about some stuff coming in the future um some features i got coming up that i think people are gonna be excited about too um because this year i'm not dropping an album but i still wanted to stay on the scene you know i still wanted to show motherfuckers what time is. <laughs> 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 so like uh, i just uh every once in a while i like to pop up and just spank him on the ass one time you know yeah flex them bars yeah 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 man i uh I like to, you know, and it's fun to do a feature. When people ask me to do features, they're always asking me to do interesting things, you know, stuff like maybe might be different for them, you know? So it's like when they want to get a little avant-garde with it or try something different, they call me up and I'm like, ooh, this is it, you know? You came to the right one, you know? I'm always, I'm like, when they see that, then it's like it makes them being adventurous in their sound okay, you know? It makes it like cool, you know, it's like, oh, shit, they, they're singing and doing something different now. Ah, and Cuddy's on it. Ah, okay. <laughs> you got the cosign. Okay. <laughs> Makes it
1: official. Yeah, yeah. So how do you feel about some of these young rappers, man? Like this new wave of rappers that are saying anyone who's over 25 years of age that's rapping is old.
0: Because we are old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Shit. You heard me just say, I'm not trying to do this shit well into my 40s, man. Oh, shit. I'm not, like, I get it, but that's a, It's, I'm just, I'm just a god. That's, I'm just, I it doesn't apply to me, you know? Uh, like, I'm old, yes, I'm 37, but kids don't look at me like when they see me, they don't go old, you know? Like, I'm, I'm forever young. Like, I'm a god of music, you no, know what I'm saying? Sure, so, sure. like, it doesn't, it's like, I'm immune to that shit. If I wanted to do this shit till I'm 50, like, kids would still listen to me. Nah, for sure. Like, there's niggas right now that, like, are 10 years older than me that make music and they're still relevant,
1: you know? Nah, no doubt, no doubt. Let's, like, pivot into something a little more serious, you know, because uh, I talk about this quite a bit on the um, on the podcast. I've had my struggles as uh, I've talked about this to all you guys listening right now. So can we talk a little bit about mental health and, like, I know you've had your issues, but like, can you give some advice to the younger generation that are struggling with like depression and just things that are beyond their control? Well, um,
0: that's really a hard question because I, I feel like I don't have it all the way figured out myself. I have my days and I still go through it. And that's something that I learned when I was dealing with my therapist and when I was in rehab. Uh, The fact that um, the days where you feel down don't stop. So it's like, you know, it's hard for me to, like, give an answer on, you know, how to deal or cope. But I guess what you do, that is something that you realize, and you just become stronger. And you don't let things eat you up. I find it better to face things rather than bottle them up. Damn, okay. And, uh... You know, you face it and you go through it and it passes. And then you grow from that and then you have a scar. um, And sometimes the scar is so deep and it doesn't fade away and you remember it forever. But you also remember that you overcame that, you know, that pain, you know, and you survived. And you thought you were going to die in that moment. You thought it was going to be over for you. You thought that it was the end, you know, but it was really just the beginning of a new chapter um, something new for you, something bright and better.
1: I mean, like though, like if you're having a bad day, I've just got a question, right? Like, let's say you're having a fucked up day, for whatever reason it is. Do you usually want to be around somebody? Or are you just like, man, fuck this, my energy's so bad I don't wanna fucking fuck with nobody?
0: Sometimes I like to be alone. I like to be alone a lot. Like I'm like you see I'm in this big ass house and I'm alone. I'm like <laughs> like I um I'm okay with that. You know, I, I had to learn to be okay with that. Um, it's just something that took some time for me, you know?
1: No, nah, man, you strong, bro. For real. Thank you. Yeah, man. I appreciate you big time. Um, I appreciate our friendship, by the way, man. I had to say that online. You know, I don't talk about you publicly that much, you know? like and I think people just think they see the jewelry. So it's like, now this is a platform I can tell people. One, one, I love this man. Like, like straight well, up, this is a too, good dude. Yeah, this is a good friend of mine people don't know that when I was like, I've had some weird just days during the pandemic and I would leave at Cud's house, be like, yo man, I'm just on some shit. And he's like, yo, hold on, bro. Let me check on this dude. Like, are you okay? And that's a real fucking friend to call and check and make sure like, you know, you straight. That's, I appreciate you, bro. For real. Yeah. I got you, man. You already know, nigga. (laughs) So, uh, I like to talk about the future, man, a lot, you know, and not space necessarily. Right. But like vision, where do you see yourself in five years or like, where would you like to see yourself? Hmm. I think I'm going to
0: get into some directing. I see myself being one of the leading black directors in the business in the next five years. Movies, right? Movies, TV. I feel like I'm going to be one of the top dudes to fuck with in the industry. I just need, there's this one idea I'm working on right now and it's really fucking golden, it's tasty. And um, I'm working on it right now. Damn. You know, if I get this right, you know, it's gonna be good. So that's what I'm working on now. So the future, you know, I always want to try new things, you know, and- You've never directed before, right? Never directed before, I've uh, just a couple music videos. And um, there's um, this really awesome director, um, I'm not gonna say his name, Um, because this is all in the raps right now. But this really awesome director, I was speaking with him. Jay-Z had connected me with him. And he was really great. And he was letting me know that I had these abilities within myself. And I never had someone in my life sit me down and basically tell me about myself and tell me that I was great, that I had good ideas, that I was going to fucking kill it, that I was on my way to take things to a new level. I never had, I like, this whole time as I've been Kid Cudi, I've had to be my own cheerleader. Everything I did, every new thing I tried, I had to be my own cheerleader, you know? And until this day where I talked to this director and he was like, man, you know, I've been listening to your albums, you know, and like you're a fucking filmmaker. Damn. And I was like, holy shit. Like I'm thinking about every album I ever did, nine albums, and I'm thinking about the cinematic nature of each one. And how I went on my way to do that, and it's not like I didn't realize that I was doing that, but I had forgotten all these years that like I had built a catalog of very dope cinematic sonics, right you know, and like it just really fucked me up because I was like, man, this black man is like. Bigging me up, like, to sort of having love for my brother, my fellow brother. And, and, you know, we all need to come together and look out for each other in this business. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not that many of us that are doing shit, you know? So it's like, and looking out for each other. So it's like, it fucked me up in such, in such a gnarly way. And it has me thinking about the possibilities, you know? And he was just telling me I'm a filmmaker, And he was telling me I need to direct something and star in it, you know? So like, I've just been thinking about that. And like, I really feel like this is the next step for me. You know? Like, I really feel like that's what what it's gonna be.
1: You're so creative, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, look at the fucking jewelry. (laughs) people don't fucking know they they think i made that murakami necklace the necklace they think that murakami made it they didn't that's murakami art bro you made that link yeah it wasn't my fucking idea you gave me the artist direction and i'm the art director so it was crazy that you gave me direction like yo put a skull here put this here i don't want every fucking flower to spin and i'm like hold on bro who the fuck are you dog like you fucking the rapper is designing the fucking jewelry like you're a creative dude yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm being dead ass, but Yeah,
0: it's crazy though, man. Like, you know, like when people see it in you, it's a beautiful thing, man. You know, I, I don't I don't have many people telling me like Scott, you did great, or all these things like in my personal life, you know. So like it's just really great when you hear somebody has been appreciating your work for over a decade and has been following your career, you know? I mean, this man had mentioned from how to make it to Need for Speed to Westworld, you know? And and it's like, I was like, holy shit, man. This dude knows my shit, you know? And yeah, I think that's what people are gonna see. Today really inspired me. My conversation with this man really inspired me. He's a really sweet man. I feel like we're gonna be friends for life. I feel like, you know how it is when you you meet somebody, like how we met, you know? Like you just know instantly like, okay, this is somebody I fuck with. I'm gonna be friends with this motherfucker for life. And that's how I feel about this dude. Like, and it's crazy. Like I have this new found lease on everything, on life, on my career, on everything, you know? And I'm just really excited. So it's like, you asked me where I see myself in five years is like, oh man, for the first time in my life, like I'm thinking about it with you in this question. It's the first time I actually sat and thought about it. And like the future seems glorious. Nice. You know, it seems glorious. You know, I don't I don't know if I'm gonna get married. You know, I want that. You know, but that doesn't it doesn't seem like it's gonna happen, you know.
1: You, you well, never know, bro. A lot of shit could happen in five years, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah,
0: a lot of shit can happen in five years, man. But you you never know, man. Like, you know, it's it's just really hard to meet someone for me and, yeah. and, and if you can imagine, you know. I could. And I'm not like on dating apps and I'm not like <laughs> you know, like it's just hard for me to meet people, you know, and it's not, and when I do meet people, it's it's just hard to just connect and really get to know someone and... Is it
1: genuine, all that shit?
0: Yeah, and lately I feel like it's been good for me to focus on my work, you know? It's been really good and it's been making me happy, you know, and, and a lot of good things are coming out of me focusing on work, you know? Um, yeah. A lot of good shit and you know the first thing that happened when with me focusing on the work and throwing myself into the madness was man on the moon three and we see how that came
1: out hell yeah you know so you know um one thing i feel like an angel is gonna fall in your lap and uh i just pray it do And one thing uh about me and you that you said uh like our first conversation, bro, was like fucking an hour and a half, two hours long. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you know, just on that Aquarius vibe shit. Um, But uh, five years before I met my wife or even had my first kid or got married, it was I couldn't even, bro, you know where I was in my life? Like I was fucking crazy. Going back to the directing thing, can you do me a favor? I'm just asking, bro, like if you do direct this movie or direct the film or direct whatever you're going to do. Can I get like a small part, like I'll be a Chinese delivery boy or some shit or work, work in the bodega, bro?
0: Oh, uh, why I got to do you like that? <laughs> why I got to put you in some fucking stereotypical shit? <laughs> no, nah, nigga, I'm
1: not doing you like that.
0: You're going to be a doctor.
1: Okay, there we go. Do- do- Dr. Yang. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Yang. Yeah. So um, as you know, uh, Cuddy's name is uh, synonymous with uh, Bathing Ape, with Bape, you know, the legendary Bape, the OG Bape, Nego Era no disrespect to what's going on with BAPE now and everything, but I'm here to tell you guys for the first time in this interview that I have landed my first official collaboration with BAPE, Uh, that's Bathing Ape, legit, I have my first collaboration dropping early 2022, uh, New York City, LA, possibly Japan and all that, so Cuddy, bro, I have to ask you, dog, you know, a lot of people don't know that, you know, you used to work at the BAPE store in New York, bro, like, for my drop bro can you work the drop with me bro like behind the counter you know what i'm saying like
0: what nigga fuck no, <laughs>
1: fuck no. come on man i'll pay you 200,000 an hour bro what's good man fuck no <laughs> fuck no yeah guys anyways man if, if you saw he had the freshest capsule in the history of all collabs and shit and yeah i just want to let you guys know had to throw that yeah, out there
0: yeah yeah soldier boy was tight yeah <laughs> <laughs> the, the first, no, come Such on, the bro. Boy was sick about it. Yeah, it's like, oh man, come on, man.
1: No, that shit was dope. <laughs> I got a a super random question. Something that popped up today. I know you fuck with technology and stuff. I know you fuck with Apple. Yeah. Do you know what an Apple tag is? An AirTag? No. So you don't own an Apple AirTag? No. Okay. I just went on the Apple website today. Was gonna go buy a new computer, and they have this little fucking tag. It's like the size of a, a quarter, and it's a GPS. You put it on your luggage. You put it on your keys, and they make an Hermes edition one, Hermes Apple AirTag, where, like, if you lose your keys, your phone, you put it on there. You put on. They make a keychain one too, Apple AirTag, and it's like GPS. So if you lose your chain, put that bitch on your chain. I don't know. You just and if you have an Apple twelve, uh, iPhone twelve or newer, it will even tell you. Uh, go to the left. You're closer. Go to the right, you're closer. It'll like show you where your shit is. I didn't know about it until today. So I was like, I'm gonna ask Cuddy this just randomly. Oh, that sounds ridiculous. It sounds crazy though, right? Yeah, I don't want that. (laughs)
0: that. I'm okay. All
1: right, bro. Listen, man, the last question I got for you, bro, and I really appreciate your time, dogs, and I I want your honest answer, bro. If I wasn't your jeweler, bro, will we still be friends? Yeah, (laughs) of course, man. (laughs) I had to ask, dog. I had to ask, man. Of you know course. what I'm saying? It was a something funny, man. I'm always like, yo, bro.
0: I think you would know that answer. You know, I wouldn't be doing this. I'd be getting jewelry from other motherfuckers. Right. I'd be I'm kind of loyal to you, man. No,
1: you're really loyal, bro. I appreciate the loyalty and and you know, you know so, I, you know I defend you, motherfucker. Like I would go, bro, I would fight a motherfucker for you, bro. Yeah, man. I I got like all these people, Johnny
0: Dang, hitting me up, man, <laughs> trying to get me get some jewelry, man. I I gotta let them know, man. I, I look, the only other person I fuck with if I can't get you if you busy or something, is Jacob. Right. Jacob made that Jesus piece, um, my first piece of jewelry that Kanye gave me.
1: Shout to Jacob Jeweler, that's
0: my boy. Yeah, and um. You know, he was actually going to make, uh, years ago, I was going to make The Cause Baby Milo Dissected Pendant through Jacob. And he had made me a mold and everything, and we were looking at it, but we didn't finish it, you know. Okay, I never knew that. Um, But this was years ago. But this is how early on I've been on cause and, like, trying no, to make fly-ass jewelry and, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, come on, bro. so if,
1: if you don't know that you would cause bear bricks, the culture, everything, babe, everything from way back, before this decade, before this, you know what I'm saying? Like, these kids don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I fuck with you, Ben, like, and and you don't have to think twice about that shit. You know, I, my, my actions speak. You know?
1: No, for sure. You invite me to the crib all the time for barbecues and things like that. I just laugh because I think about, as you guys know, I don't talk about jewelry on this show. I do not discuss jewelry. I don't discuss my career as a jeweler here. Um, You know, I break out the documentary and things like that that uh, I speak about. But when it comes to Cuddy, it's funny because, you know, I'll get uninspired creativity wise on jewelry because I'll be focusing on other things and I'm a dad and whatever. And then Cuddy be like, I want to make a chain. And I'm like, all right. Let's do it. And the reason why I say yes is because the motherfucker makes my job easy. He will fucking literally he don't even have he don't send me Photoshop. This motherfucker just send me a pic, like yo, I want to do and I understand what he's talking about. It's crazy, right? Like you'll send yeah. me a pic and be like, I want it, I want this here. But no, no, on. it's gotta be pink here. No, no, shoes gotta be white here. Boom. And I'm like, okay. Well then how are we gonna do camo? We're gonna do this, this, and this. And like, you know, even going back to the fucking Saturday Night live. And I was like, did you just say TV snow, bro? Like pixel snow? What the fuck are you talking? This dude sent me a TV, like a, a picture of some fucking TV snow. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, you, so we're not going to do any lines, like indentations and show like that there's teeth. Nah, dog, just went all straight flat. I'm like, okay, bro. And that was crazy, you know? So I, I'm joking. I know that we're friends for real, but it was funny because there's not many people in the last five years that I can say that I've made a piece for that I wanted to be friends with, one. And- that we have made timeless museum quality jewelry you yeah know what i'm saying and i think you know
0: it's uh a beautiful thing because we are on our way to making something else we we're doing something special right now top secret oh shit
1: yep i'm not saying anything you know okay
0: no but we're doing something top secret right now top um, secret you know, you can expect something every year from us. <laughs> That's for sure. A, 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 like every year at least. like you know. And you guys
1: know I'm booked until 2023, but Scott always jumps the line. And um, it's a, uh, every time I think like, what the fuck are we going to do next? Well, you know, he figures it out and then we elevate from there and then, you know, boom. Yeah, I, I kind of, it's really easy for me. Like,
0: you know, I just give it a little bit. I take a second to to step back and see what's out, see what people are doing in the jewelry game, you know? See what's missing, see what niggas ain't doing. Right. You know? And I see that niggas ain't doing much.
1: You know, you know? what? I just realized, bro, you know what's crazy? What? Before me and you start fucking each other like that heavy, if you notice, I only wear rose, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really... Why the fuck you chose, there's no rose in the hip-hop game. Who's, who the fuck wears rose gold? Besides like Ivan, you know what I'm saying? Like his, his rock piece, I had the same rock piece, but I'm saying like, that's rose. Like nobody people, why did you choose rose gold, bro?
0: Oh, it's such a beautiful
1: tone. I mean, yeah, the color, it looks, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Pause, oh. I know it looked good on your skin, but I'm saying, why did you, because you have a rose gold president yeah. and then your other shit was rose. I'm just wondering why everything is rose. Oh man,
0: I just think it's different. You know, you don't see it that much and uh you know the rose gold day-date presidential day-date that was the first rolex i ever saw up close and kanye had it he had a gold one and i remember uh seeing it when i was broke and going like when i get some money i'm gonna buy a watch just like that right so i remember i i did this uh bar mitzvah (laughs) and and the dude paid me thirty thousand dollars to do like three songs, and uh, I did it, and it was it was fucking crazy. I'm gonna do a tour of Bar Mitzvahs. It's, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. Watch, just go. I'm, I'm in a year. Watch me. I'm just gonna do a tour of these shits. I'm gonna hit. I'm, it's gonna be crazy. It's Yo. gonna be crazy. But it was the most fire shit ever. Like I went. I, the kids loved it. You know, uh, they had a trailer for me outside. It was filled with candy and goodies and treats. Uh it was great, but I took that money and bought that watch, yeah, you know, um, do you know how much that watch costs today that exact watch right now? I don't know, but at that time, I think I spent around twenty six twenty eight i think twenty
1: six twenty eight something right like that. now, and if the watch is in good condition, it is between forty eight and fifty four thousand all day long. Wow, yeah, I just checked it like a couple of days ago because I have one, you know. That's uh, how much it costs
0: now, brand new, if you were to buy it brand new?
1: You can't get it brand new because they discontinued your watch. So brand new, that's probably 60 bands. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you did good on that, obviously. Nice. It's just funny because, you know, your rose, especially that new, I'm not going to talk about it, but the new rose gold joint I just made you on your neck. um, Low-key shit, you know. Yeah. Um, Yeah, bro, Scott, dude, thank you, man. I just, you know, I really do appreciate you celebrating this milestone in my podcast career. You know, 200 episodes is... People don't even have fucking... 100 episodes yeah you know the fact that I've stayed consistent and you know almost it's been two years been doing this Uh, I couldn't think of anybody else that was uh, a better guest and uh, yeah bro is there anything else you want to say bro before we get out of here Uh, see you at Rolling Loud (laughs) yo Kid Cudi is headlining Rolling Loud what is that December 12 I think it's December bro Rolling Loud San Bernardino LA Rolling Loud, my man, Kid Cudi, Mr. Rager. Yo, bro, thank you so much, Thank family. you.
0: I ain't got time for no fuckers, no fakes. Raging Mo, See, I'm stuck in my ways. Strapping in with the truth in my syndicates. Where to God? Get the fuck out my face, nigga. Yeah. Out of we killing we clean them off. Tell these niggas they finished. No eulogy. This is shit they been missing. I'll raise them high. Been doing it, doing it, doing it. Perfect. Wanted the lights my whole life. Yeah. Could have gone back and be trife. A lot of good niggas get caught in the fight. Nigga. Living since yeah. in my sight. night yeah. Catch on them up. I'm gonna be hopping up with some bitch, She think my bitch she up.
1: Gentlemen, fellas, summer is here. We're talking Vegas, pool parties, beaches, much more. Right? So it's time to get your grooming game back in check. Yo, listen up. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation performance package which includes the new lawnmower 4.0 and let me tell you this trimmer is money all right dare I say the goat of down there trimmers yes I I said what I said okay want to take your grooming game even further to the next level the performance package 4.0 also includes the weed Whacker, to chop your worst weeds up top in your nose and your ears. Do yourself the favor, cop the Manscaped Performance Package so you'll get the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. I use that shit for real, okay? The Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your necessary goods. Throw it in the bag and go. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code BALLER at manscaped.com. This offer is also available for all my listeners up north in Canada, my mates in the UK, and Australia as well. Don't worry, we got you. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code BALLER at manscaped.com. Get your grooming game right, y'all. Keep it classy, keep it clean Your lover will thank you It like dead ass. really feels like Just a few months ago I was interviewing my wife For episode 100 right And now we're at 200 And guys let me tell you It's been a stressful week I, I, I really wanted to chill And I had a, a couple days like last week Where I kind of chilled here Kind of just you know was like alright let me let me get my shit back Let me figure this out I'll jump right back in the shit, okay? I got this Captain Morgan MLS project partnership coming up, okay? I got MTV 40th anniversary coming up. I'm fucking shooting for Vogue. Me, the Korean John Cusack, nowhere near handsome, not like I used to be in my 20s, okay? Yes, your boy is shooting for Vogue magazine, Hong Kong. It's fucking crazy, Okay? I also got the biggest chain of my entire career coming up, okay? Can't get too deep into it, but I'm just letting you know. And yo, before I go any further, look, I got to give a huge shout out to my boy, Joe. His uh, his Instagram name is at Hustler, literally just at Hustler. He's been on the show before. Look, I got to give him a huge shout out for blessing me with his CBD oil this week. Yo, it legit gave me clarity. It just made me medium, when I was low, it got me back up, you know what I'm saying, leveled me out, because I'm going to tell you how bad of my week got, I had a fucked up week, okay, but no cap, drinking Joe's CBD oil saved my life this week, okay, I don't use anybody else except cbdoil.com, and his Delta 8 gets you high as fuck, and it's legal, it's crazy, his CBD uh, and his Delta 8 ships to all 50 states in the USA, it is the best quality product I've ever used, okay, Delta 8 is some other shit, I just tried that last month, legit gets you lit as fuck, okay, again, and it ships everywhere in the USA, so I gotta help my boy out, because he helped me out, especially this week, all right, and for the BTB army, we have a special, use promo code BALLER at checkout, For 50% off You get half off anything on that fucking website Okay That's cbdoil.com Use promo code BALLER Thank you Joe I try to write down notes Of all the things that I want to save You know for each episode And I do it on my phone I write down notes Oh yeah let me talk about this Oh yeah let me talk about this fucking burger here Yeah let me talk about You know picking my nose Anyone that says they don't fucking feel good They lying You know like every week I do the same shit Okay, but for the last like five weeks or so, I don't know how long it's been, right? Even after Cabo, I needed that vacation. So I don't know what would happen if I didn't go on vacation. I really feel like I'm losing my mind, okay? So I'm trying to be positive and I'm just being honest, right? So I, I literally can't wait to get into RV with my kids, with my family. We need a social media break. We just need like the, we need to get out and be outdoors. And with this, fucking delta strain coming out and fucking that shit's getting serious like i said and it's starting to get a little more ugly for motherfuckers who ain't vaccinated and i'm not here to push you to do anything i'm just saying right you think like i got a lot to lose right so why the fuck would i go get a shot that i thought was gonna fuck my life up okay anyways i just want to get in that rv and zone out because i got a lot of work ahead of me okay so guys look man i had a really weird week A lot of pressure on me And you know my wife always says You put too much pressure on yourself And that's true But I got some big fucking things To do right And I got to get them righteous So you know After uh, I left work You know my office is downtown right My factory I decided to treat myself Was this Tuesday? Tuesday I think Yeah Tuesday I decided to treat myself To some bomb ass self serve I'm Not even going to name the place Because I want to put that Like out there right but this bomb-ass self-serve ice cream spot in Little Tokyo, right next to Riff, you know, I, I treated myself to some kicks, treated myself to some ice cream, okay? They had this crazy fish-shaped cone filled with Nutella. And that, you know, that shit was, it tasted delicious. It was delish. It was just fucking great, right? But it didn't sit right. with And on top of that, of course, I had to have my Starbucks fucking salted caramel sweet cream fucking cold brew coffee so my ulcerative colitis was like nah motherfucker we've been letting you get away too long so let me see yo let let me show you what time it is okay so I get on the freeway I'm in downtown right headed towards Hollywood Hills right so I'm rushing to get home and my the BG start hitting the bubble guts is yeah motherfucker Yeah what's up What's good It's been a minute huh And I'm telling you I had a fucking plastic bag ready To take a shit in Like I was gonna take a shit in my car I was driving quick As a motherfucker But very sharp I was driving You know I was very attentive I was like focused I was like look man I need This has been a minute Since I've had this It's like a fucking challenge You're like fuck Okay Am I gonna shit on myself Am I gonna No no I can't do that No this can't happen so I, by the way I'm I'm in my new Escalade you know I cannot hold it anymore right I'm two exits away from my exit right and as I get one exit away I'm looking for a spot to pull over like exit and pull over and handle my biz and I know the area so well obviously and I'm thinking like fuck you know what though it's not that bad it's all good I mean just, you know fuck it it's all good I got a bag you know, thank God that I, you know, having three kids, you know, you have fucking baby wipes around, I got dude wipes, I got all kinds of shit in my car to take care of after shits, during shits, you name it, okay, and as I'm about to exit, this fucking BMW, this shit colored, the crate, how crazy is that, shit colored, and like a a light shit colored, like a fucking, almost like a dog, you know, sometimes you see dog shit and that shit look like, caramel like 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 a light brown like just this crazy BMW crosses over the exit median pushing me not only like to exit early but like I can't even exit okay he bumps my passenger side door really softly and for a second I didn't know if I jolted or if he actually hit me right so then he crosses back over the median like if if he not even a split second, he, he would have fucking hit the median and, and crashed, okay? He exits, so I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm just, I just focus on like, look, I gotta focus on my dookie, right? So I'm like driving like crazy, I exit, I'm fucking driving like a motherfucking cycle. Think, the man, I'm telling you, this never happens. I hit nothing but green lights so then I get to my neighborhood, I'm like, all right, cool, get to my crib, and it's it's a mess. Like, too much info? Yeah, you know, it's like, it's crazy. Okay. Fuck you. All right. So, you know, that was the end of my day. I wasn't thinking about too much else. I wake up the next morning and I do my, my basic shit. I wake up 6 45, 7 AM. I turn on, uh, get up and then, uh, I, I actually catch a little bit of get up and then first take comes on, right? Have my coffee. It is like clockwork at least Monday through Friday. It is right. Watch my shit, check on the news, See what's what's good on uh, any messages, any emails, anything. My agent usually hits me around about 8 a.m., lets me know what's popping. So, you know, around like 9, 30, 10 a.m., I take Ryder out on a morning electric scooter ride, right? I got this, I got an electric scooter, like a a dope one. Goes like 45 miles per hour. Take it out, and I say, holy fucking shit. There's a big-ass dent on my passenger side door, right? On the escalade. And on the passenger side front fender, is, there's dent and scratches, like a you know a good amount. It ain't like fucking massive, like it's pushing all the way. It, but it, it was you know the door still opens. But I'm like, holy shit, this motherfucker did hit me. So I'm like, you know, now I'm just I'm just irritated as a motherfucker, you know, because like what the fuck did I do? Right? It was my energy that, I was like, well, you know, because I'm fucking talking about. I won't even mention his fucking name, but I'm like thinking, like, what the fuck. You know, like, and it kind of threw me off. And my wife knew immediately, she's like, yo, you're just tripping, you got episode 200, you got too much shit going on, you got this, like, you know, my shoulders are tense. So I just, you know, I'm just in a foul mood. And energy is just bad, I have this fucking cloud over my head. So later on in the day, my housekeeper, she makes a slight mistake. It's not her fault. If I had it walked up to her, which, you know, whatever, it just, it wasn't her fault but something in my house breaks Okay I take responsibility for it Because You know I, It Technically was my fault It was But she was terrified And My housekeeper doesn't speak great English She's just solid She is trustworthy as a motherfucker If there is a million dollars that She's never gonna even fucking take one dollar Okay She's in the laundry room. And then she comes over to me, which she never does. She doesn't want to talk. She really tries to keep it professional as hell. Okay. And the only time I've ever seen her in two years, I like, kind of like go crazy is when I was talking to Jay Balvin. She's a huge Jay Balvin fan. She didn't even fucking know um, that I knew him. Right. So she comes up to me and she's like, Ben, if you want, I'm sorry. You, you can take two weeks of my paycheck from me. Now, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, right? And I'm in a fucked up mood, but look, I wouldn't. I refuse. She's seen me lose it. She's seen me get mad. She's seen every emotion possible. She's seen the real Ben Baller, the real Ben Yang behind closed doors. Now, that's a lot of money for her, okay? It's a couple Gs, right? So that's, that's a lot of money for her. Listen, I say immediately, I'm like, what are you, what, what are you talking about? No, you're, hell no. Are you crazy? That, <laughs> it's not your fault, Okay, don't worry about it. Please do not worry about it. She goes, is it going to be expensive? Don't don't even worry about it. It's my fault. Please don't trip. She was really tripping for, you know, up till even this morning. Okay, at that exact moment, I knew the entire day was going to be shit. I had to throw the entire day in rice. I, I need to take a nap. I got a big ass fucking show coming up. I need to take a nap. And I did. Okay, I needed to reset badly. My energies, my nerves, everything was weird. And like, I'm no scaredy cat, right? If Someone tells me, oh yeah, you better not come outside. You know what I'm saying? You better not come outside. You know, some bad shit's gonna happen. Like, what bro, I'm going outside. I'm, I'm just on GP. This is a different type of vibe. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't ignore these bad vibes. In fact, I had things I wanted to talk about, but that wasn't as important as what I'm saying here. Don't ignore the bad vibes. Okay. When I have this fucking bad energy, I don't want to be around anybody because it rubs off on other people. I don't want them to see me with this. Now, there's times, you know, rarely where I'm this upset or I'm this fucked up and I have to be professional somewhere and I do the best that I can. But when I'm in this type of mood, I don't want to be around anyone but my kids. I just try to look at them and I just hug them. I said, you know, to try to, and sometimes they drive me crazy, right? London had a tough week. He had, he had a hard week this week and the kids are cooped up and whatever. And it's just, it's difficult. My wife is energy. Everyone's shit is weird, right? This weird shit on the fucking TikTok, Instagram. Everyone's going through craziness. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But I don't want to be around anyone when I'm in that fucking weird ass alternate Ben Yang mood, okay? So I wake up you know, thank God I took about an hour nap. I had to really put shit in perspective. Like my housekeeper cares so much about her job. She loves the job. She was willing to give up a good part of her salary, which I know she just got a car, new she got a new car and everything. Then she got like a forerunner or some shit, right? And like with that, I was like, you know, she said that and she was like, she was tripping. I was like, no, man, she's not your fault. Just the way that her attitude, how she was towards all this and just keeping it like, who knows when she, when she has something going on, I don't know whether it goes with her family or mom or boyfriend or whatever, I don't know. Look, man, always professional. It's crazy, you know, I respect the fuck out of that. So if anything, she's trying to give me two paychecks. I, I think she deserves a raise, all right? Now, I was headed to Cuddy's crib that night, you know? And I did, obviously, because I had to record the interview. So I told him, I said, hey, bro, man, I got into a minor car accident, man, bro. Like my, my energy fucked up, bro. You know, like, I, I don't know, bro, like, but I have to get this done because we got to get this fucking show cracking, right? So I'll, I'll be there a little bit later than usual. And he's like, bro, you got seven cars. Fuck all that petty shit, bro. Like, what are you talking about, man? Dog, you really letting that stress, Like, you letting that? Like, bro, don't, sw- don't sweat that shit, man, come on. And just hearing Cuddy's voice say that, it just made sense. And I was ready to be like, nah, bro, it's eight cars. But, you know, but now I'm just saying, like, I couldn't make it make sense myself. I had to hear it from another sound-minded individual, right? That soothing voice, you know, um, between him and my accountant, Suleiman. It was like, it was just, it was cool. So, you know, obviously I went to Cuddy's and we smoked some motherfucking mean-ass Skywalker OG and some, that OG Kush got me right, got him right. And thank God we got the interview done. So anyways, my car is at Platinum Motorsport, of course and um uh you know i haven't had a claim under this insurance company cuz i have two different insurance companies for my cars right i haven't had a claim under this trip for 16 years right i have no tickets got like i mean fucking knock on wood for real okay yes in the k town the is i don't have a single point no tickets no nothing there been an accident god bless right i had this one hit and run situation okay i had to take advantage of a nice rental car okay so if you and even though i don't need it right but if you ever need a decent to very nice exotic rental, like a decent regular car, like a Prius or a fucking a Tesla Y or something, or, you know, a nice-ass car, Porsche Taycan, exotic Bentley, fucking a uh, Lambo, whatever, hit up my boy Sammy at Platinum Motorsport Rentals, okay? Platinum, you know, global transportation rentals. They got it all. They even fucking have security services. Platinum Motorsport got everything. Shout out to my family, George, Jack, Sammy, all that love, Um, so yeah, my shit's getting taken care of. No big fucking deal. I don't think it was something underlying. It might be from the stress. I don't know from the show, who knows, but shout out to my fam over there. Now, another shout out randomly. There's a big episode, a lot of ears, a lot of, um, people listening to this episode. So I was on Instagram, just browsing through the reels page, whatever, explore page. And I see this custom Casio G-Shock. And, and I'm like, what the fuck? You know how I love my Casio G-Shocks, okay? So I dig a little further and I go to this dude's page and I'm like, all right, fuck this. Let me DM this dude. Let me see how much it would cost to make this shit because I want to make it. So the dude tells me the price and it's very affordable. I'm like, man, I mean, G-Shocks are, but I mean, this thing was like metal. This really looked like a fucking AP. I'm like, fuck this. I'm getting one made. So I ordered it. Listen, follow at JP underscore wrist shop. One word, wrist shop. Um, on IG He made the sickest All black Cassioque. Uh That shit really looks like A titanium Audemars Fucking Royal Oak Like no joke Okay He does Seiko's He does all kinds of G-Shocks he's, This dude is a magician For real Okay And He's Korean Alright Like that's a big fucking deal For me okay So I'm gonna meet up With dude in New York Next month Cause he lives in New York City And uh, yeah When I visit And pick up my watch And I'll show you guys But yeah Definitely check out the page Shit is dope uh, Real quick an update of my schedule, things that are going on. So, as you know, this Saturday, as you may or may not know, this Saturday, I will be speaking at Fort Mason in San Francisco about mental health, all that type of mental stress, and all the types of shit that could happen. You know, there's gonna be um, music discussion, uh, you know, suicide prevention, all types of realness at the When the Music Stops conference okay, go to whenthemusicstops.org for tickets and more info, please, everyone listening to this right now, please donate a ticket if you can, or participate, come through, join, if you can come through, and you reside in or near the Bay Area, definitely pull up, I know I want to see you, um, it's my first time I'm talking like that, I don't even know what the fuck they're going to ask me, but I'm going to break down, you know, tell my side of the story, right, you heard Cuddy talk about it, still a work in progress, you know, I never went that deep with it, You know, where I felt like I was going to act on something. But, you know, I get challenged all the time. Anyways, again, it uh, sucks that there was a slight discrepancy on the SF Cookies meetup. But we got LA, right? Most likely Melrose Cookies and San Bernardino Cookies. Like I said, I didn't know I had that many fucking fans in the Inland Empire. So I'm hyped about that. We're locking those in right now. So those are going to be in August. So next month, definitely uh, Melrose and San Bernardino. Yo, you know what? Your boy might fuck around and even hit Central California, okay? All right? I might do a strain drop at Berners Merced. Just found out there's actually an airport in Merced, right? Like I thought I was going to have to fucking fly to Stockton or fucking Fresno or some shit. But anyways, those are you know important things that are coming up now. Before we pivot into some sports shit, I just wanted to emphasize that there is no space on this episode. For any trash talking, any negativity, none of that, okay? I got lifetimes of blessings to be grateful for. And this is a celebration, it's episode two fucking hundred. All right, y'all. So, anyways, my opinion on that comment of Stephen A. Smith on Shohei Otani was simple and plain. It was completely out of pocket. And yes, had that been about a black player or had that been a white sports guy that said it, you look, if a white guy said what Stephen A. Smith said, he would have been fired off top, period. Okay. So you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy about the, the world? Just out of chance, my next Project 70 card, which is coming out real soon. My next Project 70 card is who? Shohei Otani. All right, all right. Otani is my next card. Am I pronouncing his name right? And what's funny is I had no idea, no clue that this guy was going to go this fucking nuts, right, this season. I know he's going to go hit all these fucking home runs, okay, because we chose our players for Project Seventy in December. So someone oh, yeah, fucking Ben Bo, of course they're going to fucking do something. Shut, shut the fuck up. I chose this shit in December, okay? I couldn't even fucking predict how the two weeks go by, all right? These are facts. So I will dedicate... A shot at Stephen A on this card. Shit is going to be legendary. Okay, now, on to the NBA Finals. Uh, Guys, I want to let you guys know. I know I was talking that big Phoenix Sun shit and everything, right? But I want to say something real quick. I was lied to. Okay? Your boy was frauded. All right? The Korean Harry Bosch got frauded. Okay? The Suns might not even win this goddamn chip. How about that? You know, when the words rigged and NBA refs are both top trending on Twitter, it's not a good look, all right? People are like, last night was crazy, man. Shit was so exciting and blah, blah. I mean, yeah, you know, of course, I watched it. You know, yeah. Devin Booker, you know, he's playing and whatever, boom. But Middleton came in and showed him what, what, what time it was, all right? It was really bad with the officiating. And, you know, that shit just fucks it. Up. It really fucks up things, all right? Devin Booker ain't no Kobe. I don't know why the fuck people kept saying that shit. Fuck his 42 points, whatever the fuck it is, okay? He put up 40 points, and that motherfucker had eight fouls and missed a wide-open layup that could have changed the entire momentum, okay? Kobe would never, not ever, all right? I got to give it up to the Bucs, period. Giannis had the biggest, possibly the greatest block in NBA Finals history. Now, that motherfucker, yo, pff, that lob, bro, that could have been a 12 foot rim. And, and if Giannis didn't block the motherfucker, I would, would have dunked that bitch, okay? Now, if the Suns won last night, I know it was close, it was a battle down in a couple minutes, right? If the Suns won last night, then I'd have said, this, this is going to be done in five games. But now this shit's probably going to go seven games, man. I think the Bucks might take home the chip and fuck it, you know what? It's weird. These two teams are not the two best NBA teams, period. It's just not it. There's injuries, all kinds of shit. These aren't the two best teams in the NBA, okay? They just match up really good against each other. and just weird. It's just weird. Either way, this is bogus as fuck. The refereeing, like I said, was absolutely atrocious. I just can't really speak about it anymore, you know? People are like, oh, man, this and that, whatever. It's mostly like... Because I really do have fans from Phoenix, and they're real passionate about it. And I get it. I want Chris Paul to get his ring, but this... Yo, he stunk it up last night. That shit is like, come on, man. She's going to come back and haunt him. Anyways, last thing before I exit this legendary episode. My documentary, Ice Cold, is available for free. Okay? I was wrong. It is in my bio. Go to any of my social media pages. You'll see the link in my bios. It is there. Click on it. You can watch all six parts, and I want you to tell me what you really think. Leave it in the fucking reviews right, of this thing, okay, or leave in the comments, whatever, I don't send me a DM, send me an email, okay, it is completely free on YouTube, click the link in my social media bios, okay, now, I got to go, right, I got to go buy some Ethereum and some Dogecoin, um, you know, this shit is on sale, like, no joke, no cap, motherfuckers are talking about Ethereum's going to hit 10,000 this year, who knows, but I know it's going to go up, and it will, and just Anybody who's really still on that fucking ancient shit, like, have you still floss some paper money, bro? Like, on, man, you missed it, okay? Um, I just know it's going up, so that's why yeah, I got to get going. I want to get uh, on my motherfucking, uh, on my crypto app and uh, cop some Doge and some Ethereum. You know what, uh, man, crazy crazy. You know what's for sale? Not on sale, but for sale, right? Is these Apple AirTags that I was talking about with Cuddy? Like, I'm curious about these, right? I need to do more research about this. Because these shits just came out of nowhere. I just all of a sudden seen a fucking Hermes, Air, Apple AirTag hang around. Like, what the fuck is this? I need more info. Anybody who really like, really knows like, or owns one, if you own an AirTag, man, can you send me a DM, please? Guys, again, please leave a five-star review on the BTB Apple homepage if you haven't already. Okay, this helps us out a lot. Yeah, I know you you want us to go video and all that. I want to get there. But I need you guys to leave five-star reviews, okay? I really need that. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, why not? Okay, please do. Again, that helps us big time. Let's get this fucking episode to the top three by Saturday, all right? I need the fucking ragers. I need the BTB army. Let's fucking do it. Okay, um, I'm off to San Francisco for the weekend. I will see you guys back here at the same bat time on the same bat channel. Actually, you know what? No, hold on. This podcast is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So if you listen on Stitcher, Spotify, where the fuck you listening to um, I know I favor the Apple thing, but it was just easy for me. But wherever you listen to podcasts, listen, same bat time for the weekend wrap up. Monday, I will see you guys. Monday, always, always remember that this is not your practice life i hope some people actually said that out loud when i said this i hope they fucking said it with me okay all right guys listen god bless shalom assalamualaikum i love you guys yo lakey lake take us to the moon fam all right y'all episode 200 peace